Up From Work podcast. My name's Dave Swillam. Let's get ready to hustle. Welcome back to the Waking Up From Work podcast. You're listening to episode 146. This is your host, Dave Swillam, and I'm really excited to have you here. If you're new to this show, this is where we get to work, making work a passion, living, creative, full-time. So this is where we interview artists, entrepreneurs, creative, small businesses, and share the stories that they have with you to hopefully inspire you to go after what you want to do uh, instead of the things that sometimes we feel like we're having to do or told to do. So this show right here, we go back and forth between solo episodes and guests. A lot of guests really where we're interviewing and sharing their story specifically. So you have multiple, multiple stories to hear kind of how people have achieved the things that they've done, how they're doing right now and kind of what the day-to-day looks like. And solo episodes for more punctual shorter episodes focused on specific deep dive topics. And I've been told lately that people have been digging them. So I'm going to keep doing these things as either I don't have a guest or as I see fit for a topic like a couple of weeks ago, we had the what is an NFT episode. That was something where it's like a built up demand of like four or five months of people all the time being like, what is going on? I don't understand. I hate the explanation that was given to me. So that was one built out of just pure demand where people had asked me, So I delivered. So if you have anything that you want me to hit, definitely hit me up. But a lot of these topics come from conversations that I'm having offline of the podcast. And I want to bring them on here with you to widen the conversation. Also get your thoughts as well. So this is going to sound cliche because we're sitting here in January and I need to talk about goals today. But I promise you it's not. It's really going to be taking a year of experience of me going into the biggest project that I've taken on and what I've learned between what, how I set goals last year and how I am setting them this year. So first of all, we're at January 13th right now. And I have written a lot of my goals, but I haven't like concreted them. I like to make like a nice document where it's like bullet pointed out in categories of like daily, weekly, monthly, you know, targets for like when I'm expecting to have them achieved, like all sorts of things to make it a much cleaner thing for me. Usually I have that done before I hit January. Right now, I've had like a lot of holiday things still rolling into January from Christmas time because there were so many traveling things right around that time for other things that kind of spilt that around and pushed it away. So I've been like rolling into 2022, like I'm waking up at 11 o'clock in the day, you know, and it's not ideal. It's not how I, I roll. I usually hit January like really, really hard for the next year. So this is uncharacteristic of me, but. I accept it. So this year, if you've listened through some of my project or you've watched the YouTube channel where we're we're documenting my project so you can see what's going on with me and see kind of like what I'm coming from when I'm saying anything that I'm I'm saying when I reference it. This year has been the biggest project or last year, sorry, 21 was the biggest project that we've ever taken on as a renovation, trying to renovate 5,800 square feet and add another story to the barn, which would make it like 7,500 square feet of property here. It's the biggest renovation we've ever, ever tried to take on in our entire lives. And it's kicked the shit out of us. And so 
that alone was going to be something that really was just going to kick the shit out of me anyway. And then we did it during this COVID times where we faced massive, massive supply chain issues and massive, massive inflation and labor shortages and contractor shortages. And it really put a test on just every single bit of bandwidth that I have. I've told my friends that it feels like I'm a magician and I've like run out of tricks. Like I've got, I've done the Hail Marys a million times. Like I've taken out all the, you know, the connected cloth out of my sleeve. I've released all the doves. Like there's nothing left inside my sleeves anymore to just pull a trick out of there. I've got nothing left because I've just been figuring shit out this whole time. And all that just to say that when I made my goals last year, I realized that a lot of those goals where I'm used to making for, you know, normally it, it works really well for kind of keeping me motivated. The way that I made them last year actually like demotivated me. And the way that I talk to people would demotivate me on explaining kind of like where I was at with the project. So I wanted to revisit after reading some books this year and kind of like seeing what didn't work for me. Talk about goals again here in January. Hopefully you set some up or you are already working on them. Or maybe you're gonna you're being like me rolling out of bed in the 13th of January and working on them. I hope you know you have them situated and you're after it. But either way, when it comes to goals, there's just so many different opinions on how people do them. But you know, most of the time you're gonna be hearing a lot of this smart goal situation. So anyone in like a, a corporate field, you've probably heard this principle before, and it is super corporate-y, but it's also like actually a very useful and and there is a reason behind it. But I do want to break it down a little bit past this set of things that we see all the time. So for anyone that's not familiar with making a SMART goal, the SMART acronym stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. So specific is, can someone that doesn't understand everything about you and what you're up to understand what the goal is? Could they read your set of goals and be able to tell you what the goal is. If they can't, you should be changing that and refining it so it's so effing clear what you are trying to do. It could not be clearer to anyone else. Like if you say it to someone, they're like, yes. You know, and I know that some of those are very specific to what you do. So let's say that they understood your industry. Those those should be specific enough that someone at least in your industry could pick up on it and know what you are trying to do. Measurable obviously is like, how do I know if I actually hit the goal or not? Am I making the goal something that I can actually see if it happened or not. Like say you're just like, my goal is to lose weight. then it's like, well, you could see if you lost any pounds or not like that. But that's probably a bad example, actually, because you could measure at least that you lost some pounds. Let's say your goal was to look hotter. It's like, that's not really measurable. You can't like just, there's nothing that tells you whether you're, you look better or not. You know, there's, you know, you have nothing that says like, I've changed my clothes or I've, I don't know, there's a million different ways up and down of what people like about their bodies or don't like, but but there's no measurable thing that happened. You'd have to say, what is it that I define is hotter? Like, what, how do I define beauty? You know, beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. So everyone has different viewpoints of it. If there's no specification of like, what what do I, what makes me feel that way? What would I have to do to feel that? And so with something like that, it's like, what, what am I able to measure to see whether I hit the goal or not? Achievable is, can it actually be achieved? Like, you don't want to put a goal of like, I want to be famous tomorrow. 
and you're like, can you actually be that tomorrow? I guess you could depend on your definition, but it's like, I want to be a millionaire tomorrow and you're very far from it. It's just not realistic. Like you can't achieve it, right? If you can't achieve it, and that's really what I'm going to break off on some things here soon after I get through the explanation on this, then you don't want to set that because it's like completely demotivating. And there's no reason to even set it because it's like, it's not going to, you'll immediately be like, I can't get that and then not do anything about it. So that's not good. Relevant is like in your, where you're at in life, what makes the most sense for you to be doing right now? Is this like the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth goal down the road that you're trying to achieve right now versus the like fire under your face? Is this really the most relevant goal for you at this point in time? Do you really need to focus on this thing or are there other things that are more micro or more relevant to you in this point of time that you should be achieving first? And then time bound is when is this going to happen? So what is my specific goal? Can I measure it to see if I'm actually able to do it or not, or if it happened or I was successful or I wasn't? And how, how measurable was that? Right. And then is it achievable? Is it something that I can actually achieve? Is it relevant to what I'm trying to do right now? And should I be doing it? And then when is this going to happen? Those are smart goals. Those are all great ways to think about goals. So I don't, I, I do encourage you to think about them that way, but I want to break them down a little bit further, just tying in the story of kind of where I was at for the year versus some of those smart goals, some things that I don't like about just focusing on these things. They do, they do attack a lot of issues for it. But one issue that I ran into this year where sometimes if you are going into a project or a step of your life, maybe you took that big leap and you're doing something completely new. And a lot of these things, you're just not going to know really how to goal, play, goal set for them. Like you can try. I tried very hard to set timelines of when certain portions of the project would be done. I tried to set budgets. I tried to set contractors in place. Like I, I was very organized approaching this project. Uh, so despite not knowing things, I was pretty rapid on setting things in place that are similar to most others would approaching this who have been doing it. But what was bad about it is when you're in a, a completely new place or doing that big leap or you're somewhere where it's just very different from where you've come from in the past, where you're basing that information off of, sometimes you're setting goals that you think are achievable, but they're not. And every time you try to readjust, you're still not. And so that's what I did where I would be like, all right, the this portion of this build is going to be done by March or this portion of this build is going to be done by August or whatever. And I was doing that because I am used to doing that and getting great results from it because I have a time bound thing that I'm supposed to do. And I do little micro things to get to that spot because I know that that's coming up as a deadline, essentially that I've set for myself. So in the past, that has worked really well for me. And so that's why I tried to do it again. What happened though, is that I hit the supply chain. I hit the labor shortages. I hit, you know, material inflation costs that just drove things 10x or 100x literally overnight on me to make it so I had to move to a different part of the project or go bankrupt. And just so many things came up so many times through the COVID times that we've had. You know, we're all used to this at this point. It's been two years. It's changed up on us, like what our problems are regularly in our government, in our finance, in our supply chain and everything. We're so used to like a new problem of the day. And that stuff has gone industry specific where there's just stuff that I've been dealing with that I just could not have planned for. I tried, can't plan for it. And what would happen is I would set these smart goals 
And then all of them, even though I thought they were achievable, would be unachievable entirely. And I would be now eight months away from the goal or whatever. And I kept doing that in like quarterly segments or six month segments. And it would just really upset me. Like I would be like, why the hell didn't I get there? What is wrong with me? You're not working hard enough. Like what the hell? Like, and just down on myself because I wasn't achieving these goals. And especially when people ask me, like, how is the project going? Because people are excited and I'm really happy that they're excited, but they'd be like, how's the barn going? I would be like mad because I still haven't gotten to the barn and I had planned to, but there was part of me that was just naive to the project depth of like what I'm really taking on. And then there's a lot of it where it's just things that I could not have anticipated. And you can only do that so many times where you tell someone you're like, oh yeah, it's going to be done in three months, or I'm going to be at this point in this many months, six months, or I think it'll be done in like a year or whatever to shifting to being like, I don't know. I don't know. And so what do you do when you're in a space like that, where maybe you've done this in the past, like maybe you set these smart goals. And then a big thing that I see, you know, from the way that people set goals in the beginning of the year and to the end of the year where they end up, I don't think that a lot of it is because they're not straight up disciplined. I think a lot of it is people set these goals that are either not based off of these things. So they're too arbitrary where like you're not seeing this benefit or reward or win. But I think also a lot of it comes from setting things in a way where it's a goal instead of like just a measurable activity that you know would get you the results that you want to get in the best that you can do, right? So let's take an example. The changes between last year to this year. Last year, I had a goal for X amount of followers on TikTok or X amount of subscribers on YouTube or whatever. Like I have lots of different ways of like segmenting things. And I'll talk about that in a second. But I read a book called Atomic Habits, which I highly, highly recommend to everyone in the world. So I'll put that down in the show notes. I don't have any sponsorship from them. I just love that fucking book. And I talked to some of the listeners of the show about that book. That book, reason why it's called Atomic Habits is obviously talking about habits down at like the atomic level, like these very, very tiny little habits, these tiny little changes, these baby step goals of actions that we do that would get us the result that we want to get. So in this book, and also in terms of my change in philosophy, because I was having those like pitfalls and those feeling down on myself because I was setting my goals up for failure and not knowing it is in the book. And in, in, in what I'm saying from my side is, is forget some of these goals of like the pointed goal, right? Like, so let's say for me, I have a goal to get to a thousand TikTok followers uh, this year, way behind on that platform. And I'm doing like all my audio and music only stuff on there. It's been really fun. So any musicians out there or artists doing like tons of duets and stuff, come hang with me at Dave Wake Up on TikTok. A quick plug, but I'm trying to get to a thousand on that. I this year am literally not going to write the goal of get to a thousand TikTok followers or get to a thousand subscribers on YouTube because that's so arbitrary. Like that can that that is a specific goal, right? That's measurable. You can see how many of those you got. It is achievable. You know, it is relevant. It's something that goes along with all of this content creation and sharing my journey that I've been doing. And it is time bound by the end of the year. So all of it makes it a smart goal. But the reason why I reject that now is because it doesn't do anything to help me get to that goal. Like that hits all of the smart goal characteristics that we just said earlier. So you should be saying, Dave, that's a great goal. You got it. Nothing in there talks about the micro transactions that need to happen to get me to the goal. 
So I think when people set those goals in the beginning of the year, even if it's a smart goal and you go all the way through those steps to have it be a, a really solid goal, right? A really achievable, specific thing that you can measure. It means nothing if you're going through the year and whatever you've come up with ways that you're going to achieve it kind of float away. And it's like, then it's an irrelevant goal. And I really believe in the little baby step goals, the little micro transactions that we do throughout our week, throughout our day to get us to where we want to be at. That is the shit that matters. The big moves, like when you're doing something huge, like you take a huge risk and you buy a building or whatever you're up to, because I know we have so many people on the show, you start your business, you quit your job, whatever it is, those are awesome. Those are such a great landmark. You should be proud, be pumped up, like definitely not taking anything away from those moments. But it's like the little things that you get up off the couch or you get out of your bed and you go do every single day that move you towards the goal slowly are the most important things. And so I would urge you that if you've had a problem before where maybe you fall off of your goals before the end of the year, so you're not achieving them, or maybe you're just like me and you're in like a project that's like a little bit over your head and you are just unable to, you, you just actually don't have the experience to be able to project properly or you're in unprecedented times like right now where we've never face some of these weird supply chain issues because it's an extremely specific situation and you just can't plan the same way. I would really encourage you stop focusing on that exact thing. Don't even write that down. Work backwards, reverse engineer it. What action specifically would make you successful to get to that goal? So I don't want you to forget it. In my head, I'm going to be like, I want to hit 1,000 YouTube subscribers. I want to hit 1,000 TikTok followers. Those are just like some of my goals, by the way, people. I'm not like obsessed with content. That's just a really easy goal to throw out there that everyone understands. But I'm going to remember that. I remember I want to hit that. And so that that way, if I hit it, I'm like, yeah, I measured it. And like, I'm happy about it. And I'm pumped. And like, I feel good. Like you did it. Right. But what I'm writing down when I'm writing down the goal is put out a TikTok every single day for a hundred days, you know, put out a YouTube video every other week for the year, see what happens. That's going to tell me what what if I'm if what I think is the right thing to do is going to get me results or not. Say you're you're doing you know weight loss and then like sign up for CrossFit and go three times a week for X amount of months. Whatever it is, like these are just examples, guys. I don't even know if any of them will actually get the results, but it's like whatever it is. It's like my goal is to do these steps this amount of times on these days or whatever, you know, so that I can see if I'm getting closer to that goal or not. But my goal is not going to be just that measurable goal of how to get there. It needs to be these little baby step goals that make it so that when you're in the weeks when action's not happening, or you're in the weeks when you're busy, or when you're in the weeks when you're sad, or any of the weeks that you're just not feeling it, there are little things that seem little, right? Like maybe like, uh, like I don't know, today, it's like uh, I have uh, an email for a music video shoot. I just need to answer the guy and say, yes, I want to do this and put a deposit down. But that's going to help me with my goals for my band because that will book the music video. So it will 100% happen. And once that be, is 100% on the books, and then I have to do a bunch of shit to make that music video happen. Once the music video happens and I paid for it, then I'm not going to just waste that thing and just watch it myself. I've got to market it. Once I market it, I'm going to have to play you know, a tour or something like that. So it's like these little, these little things that seem simple, like just answering an email or just contacting a gym and saying, what's your program like? And then signing up or just getting a guitar lesson, or I'm just coming up with random shit, but like, it seems simple. But like writing that down in the beginning of your day of like, I'm going to do this one thing today 
that matters the most. It's the most relevant to what I'm trying to do. Those little things through the bad weeks will make you achieve your fucking goals because they, they keep you so you are so goddamn consistent on things that are moving towards it that would get lost if you didn't have those as part of your goals. So baby step goals are baby step ideas of how can I move towards these things that are most important. I think that's my strategy for this year. I don't know what you guys have to say about that or think about it when it comes to goals, but I would love to hear your opinions. For me, it's just like what I was noting earlier in the show. That is why I need to change this up a little bit because now I'm not like my apartment will be done in spring, which is still my goal. Like I want the apartment portion done then. I want to be working on foundation for the barn in like early summer. That's like my, in my head, I'm like, that would be my timeline, right? But that's not my goal. When I'm writing things down, it's like, I'm going to have these things done by this amount of time. So I'm going to have like literally down into the micro, I'm going to have like this framing, this insulation, this inspection, this contractor lined up, whatever I'm doing, I'm focused on those micro transactions that will give me the result that I want to have in the time that I'm assuming that it can happen in. But at the end of the day, say I hit that time frame because that wasn't the goal. The goal was the action. I'm not like, fuck you, David. You didn't do it. You suck. And then start like putting negative vibes on myself and killing my momentum, which is what happens when you don't do that. I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at the next right thing to do. You know, like I think of it as like you're jumping on like these floating like ice bricks or something across a river. It's like you're not looking at the other side of the river in that situation of like, how do I just fly across this river? You're looking at the next spot that you can jump. I don't know how I came up with that example. I've never been in that situation. But say there's like these ice blocks running down the river and you have to cross this river. You don't look at the other side of the river and be like, how do I get to the other side of the river? You're literally just saying, how do I take the next right step right now? And then how do I do that again? And how do I do it again? How do I do it again? You just keep doing that, even though there's crazy shit going on until you're on the other side. And I think that that is a a much more realistic way to not shit on yourself for things that you're doing really good job at and demotivate yourself, which could put you down for weeks, a month or half the year or whatever it does. Just do the next right thing, the next best thing and have that be your goal is the atomic habits or the micro goals or the little things of the actions that bring you from point A to point B, take the next right step and then just take that a million times as your goal to just keep taking those steps and you will get to where you want to be at. So that's kind of like my change in strategy this year when I'm setting goals for myself. And then I guess I'm just going to break it down a little bit more and then I'll get you guys out of here. But categories, I think are huge for me. I like never did that before last year. But that's also been really good for not having the blinders on and making it so I'm not improving portions of my life that are like more than my career or more than my art. Like there's more to David Swillam. There's more to you as the listener than just the thing that you do. And before all my goals were just set to, this is the thing I'm all in on. This is the thing I'm passionate about. This is where my goals are at. But there's like a lot of other things that matter that I, that I didn't have goals for. Oh, real quick. Heather, I use my notes app in my phone often. That's awesome. That's a good spot to be at. I I also do. I don't use it for my goals. I'm like super old school and I do paper for that, which is weird. But I I think it's I think I blame it on ADHD. I don't really know if that's what. It's just I'm super paper for that right now. But I realized that like not having goals in other portions of my life would make it so that I'm not driving towards some of those goals. So, I encourage you if you don't do this, start making some categories of things that do also matter in your life. So for instance, I have, you know, obviously audio 
I have goals for content. I have goals for fitness. I have goals for nutrition, for mental health, for my relationship with my wife, for my relationship with my family, for you know vacation or, or doing something for me, for all sorts of things like that. They break down into different categories for real estate, for outdoors. Like It, it, it doesn't get too crazy. I think I've named more than I actually have. But the point being that, for instance, like I can very quickly lose focus. I've talked about it on the show before on my relationship. And it, when we're when we're working a lot and I'm I'm side hustling and I'm we're working on the weekends and we're just working, you can really quickly lose sight of the things that matter most in your life. And I am very adamant to not do that anymore. So I have relationship goals. So we have like every other Friday we go out on a, on a new date. And we did that all of last year and it was really great for us. Or taking our dog for a walk every weekend, even when we're renovating 24 hours of that weekend or whatever, take the dog for a walk and go out and just talk about shit. Go for a walk, chill out, you know, be in nature. Or like, I don't know, different goals like that. Like going on a vacation and like go somewhere that's out of state. Little, little, little goals. Like for me, you know, for fitness, it's like I have not been doing some of my marathon stuff. So I was like, damn, I'm not doing stuff. Most of it came from because I was trying to get into swimming, but they weren't allowing coaches because of COVID. And I just wasn't seeing results from it. So I was just demotivated. So I changed it up. So I'm changing out to some other routine and I'm, I'm doing it so that there's classes. So it's a set time. So I have to go to it. So it's not only on any time I want to go, but it's like all of these little pieces of your life deserve attention as well. And they'll benefit each other. If your relationship is good with your friends and your loved ones, and your significant other, if your your health is good, so you're you're getting sleep, you're exercising, you're eating well. If your finance is good, if your you know time for you is good, like all these different things that make it up. If all those are good, then you can be better at all the things that you really, really are are super passionate about. Is your passion stuff that can't be good if all the rest of it's not good? It, it just doesn't work out. Like I think like. The way that I look at it is, is if you show up and you're just like not with it, you know, because something's messing with your mind or you're thinking about something too much or you don't feel good physically, all these things, right? You can't be the best artist. You can't be the best business owner. You can't be focused on what it is that you're trying to figure out because you have shit that's just around you that needs to be out of your way. And so don't get me wrong, people. I still have weeks or months where like I don't sleep enough. I don't eat right. I don't do exercise. Like there's, there's just times when like you just get buried. Like I totally understand it, but it has helped me a lot to take these things where it's like, just do the next right thing, right? Focus on the actions, focus on the things that you do. And then taking that and categorizing that so that it's in these other spaces of my life to hold myself accountable to not allowing certain things to slip away and to build things that I do see value in that maybe I wouldn't focus on my day to day because maybe it's not an income generating activity or it's not something that I'm trying to do because I'm obsessed with it. You know, I will automatically start mixing or working on music or doing something like that, but I might not automatically work on my health. But it's really important that I'm healthy because if I'm not healthy, then I don't get to do this for as long in life. I want to live long so I can create a lot and help a lot of other people. So it's like it all plays together. So I encourage you, if you have or have not made your goals yet, maybe you have, maybe you want to relook at them now. Maybe you want to check them out differently. Or if you do it differently than me and you have a, a, a reasoning for it, I would love to hear how you do it. Shoot a uh, DM at me at Dave Wake Up on 
Instagram or TikTok. If you want to email me, wake up from work podcast at gmail.com or wakingupfromwork.com and submit a contact form. But I encourage you focus on the next right thing, the next best thing, the actions. What are the actions I'm doing every day, every week, every month for the year to get me to where I want to be at this year? What does that look like? And how does that become the goal? Split that up into categories, make it so you are focused on things that also matter in life, not losing focus of some of the things that also matter. So you can be a well-rounded creative, a well-rounded business owner. Hopefully that was helpful for you guys. Next week we have, I think his last name is Dupree, but Tom Dupree, he is a fairly big YouTuber that focuses on music as a business for musicians and artists, but also just talks about really the same stuff that I do where I scale that out to creatives in general. So I think that there's going to be something from him for everyone as a content creator, as a creative, as a business owner, really all of the things that we talk about here. And we're going to talk about definitely NFTs for musicians, NFTs for artists. That's why I prepped you with an explanation of what an NFT is, because he's been hitting that with some experiments lately. I'm going to be experimenting with it soon to get real life information out to you people so I can tell you the truth. You know, like how is it actually working past what you read on a blog or a YouTube video or someone trying to like hype you up on their project? I'm going to be doing my own stuff to see like how it goes and come back to you and and tell you, Hey, this is really shitty or this is really awesome. And talk to people like Tom and other people who are going to be like, this is really shitty or this is really awesome based off of what I'm actually doing. So we're getting some real information here. So hang out with me next Thursday night at, I think it's a little later, 7.15, 7.30 PM. Actually, it's pretty normal time here and hang out with us. And then we've got a lot of other people that are our backgrounds that I've never had on this show coming up in the future as guests. So I'm, I'm really excited, guys. I'm doing like a photo shoot to revamp my website and refresh that. And tons of shit is coming to that in like March and April. So thank you guys for listening to the Waking Up From Work podcast. I hope that you have goals to make this an amazing fucking year for you. Fuck all the bad shit that's happening. Forget about it. Focus on you, your family, your friends, and what you love to do and go do some amazing things in all of the things that you can control. So have an awesome 22 set up here, guys. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next week. 